0: I use photography to help me explain my experiences to myself.
1: A picture should be looked at, not talked about.
0: Hey, welcome to the... Street Shots Photography Podcast. This is Antonio, and this is Ward, and this is episode one, ninety-eight for the end of December twenty twenty-three, and for the end of twenty twenty-three. Happy, happy, happy holidays! Happy holidays! Happy soon-to-be New Year, and oh. uh, and uh, yeah, we made it. Uh, I, I really wished that this was our two-hundredth episode. In fact. Uh, Podbean, which is the host for the podcast, mm-hmm. actually thought my last episode was the 200th oh, episode no. because I had done a couple of uh, half episodes, right. and so it counts every upload as an episode. So it said, it "said Do you want your badge for the 200th episode?" I was like, "Oh,
1: e- I can't yet." Yeah, <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't. Can you ask yet. for it later?
0: No, it stays up there, so I can always okay. go back to it. It's a, it's a, it's a downloadable uh, image. So the end of Jan, you know the. Our next month will be our 200th episode, which is holy hell.
1: <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of talking.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, I know there's you know there's other podcasts that have you know hundreds and hundreds of episodes, but uh, I didn't think that I would be doing this many shows. You know, when Tom and I first started, mm-hmm. it wasn't. Uh, I didn't think that. So to even get to 198. Uh, to to be this far in it I'm you know I'm pretty happy so yeah well, that's great
1: I am yeah happy so for you and for us
0: yes yeah, and I'm glad you're I'm really happy you're along for the ride so it's well I thank you sir yeah so
1: how was your uh, holiday more or less holiday's been pretty good um you know we've had uh, come, I've been working through but we had a 4-day weekend here because we get mm. we got Monday and Tuesday off so had a nice long weekend to chill a little bit. We had a whole bunch of people over at the house for our first big blowout house party for years and years, and it was great. Oh, great! So nice. it was nice. Uh, it was a nice visit with some people we haven't seen in five, six, seven years. Really, really? Yeah, oh. they just uh, you know there's a thing to do on a on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> are they are they close to you or
0: far away? Is that what? You're oh, just... they're all pretty close. Uh, okay. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, north part of the city. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, it has yeah. been an interesting past bunch of years. So yeah,
1: yeah. So this was uh, as noisy as it was, and my kind of introverted self. It was, you know, there was an adjustment to be had, but mm-hmm. it 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 is kind of another, if you want to call it, another earmark of how things returning back to normal. It yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. feels like the before times. <laughs> <laughs> the before. <laughs>
0: It's sounding oh man it sounds like some sort of post apocalyptic movie no it's the, <laughs> the i the am before legend times. yeah the before yeah. times
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, how about cool. you how are things how is how's your holiday been
0: my holiday was not as fun as yours i'm sure it this one you know this is the second year after she died and mm. uh, i didn't really since my wife died uh elizabeth excuse me I'm gonna make sure she gets named and uh I, it was a lot harder this year than it was last year. And I was trying to mm. figure out why. And I think because last year was close to her death. And so I think it was a more shock and still mm. uh, 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 dealing with the, her her death and not worried about the holidays. And mm. so this year is a little bit more settled down. Mm. And so it was all the, the quiet and the missing her was a lot more extreme. Mm. Uh, she loved Christmas. Christmas was her. She was Jewish too, and she was the one who taught me about Christmas.
1: It's the lights, the Christians, <laughs> the and lights, the lights. She's, the lights. She, it brings you in.
0: Yeah, she grew up uh, in Brooklyn, and her uh, her parents allowed her to have a little Christmas tree in the kitchen or something. Is what I mm. heard, uh, or Christmas bush or something like that. But she 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 was Christmas all along. And what for me was sad was I I'm I'm not a huge fan of Christmas. I don't really care too much about it since I was a kid. But I really loved how she celebrated it, like mm-hmm. watching her get into it, which would drive me crazy sometimes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so actually, Christmas Eve was a hard day. Christmas Day was actually not as bad, I think, as I had gotten all out of my system on Christmas Eve. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was it was a little rough. And uh, yeah, so I, I ended up spending the time alone, uh, which, uh, you know, don't feel sorry for me. It was just Christmas. It was really nice because it was so right? quiet. Yeah, sir. And it's really quiet. You know, you walk around the streets and there's like nobody there. And I really mm. love that. I really mm. love when there's, when no matter what like everybody's, the schools are out or gone and nobody's going to work and the, the highways are, are quiet. So mm-hmm. it does give me a chance to, to, to do what I wanted. And, uh, I did make myself a nice steak dinner, which i nice. getting, you know, getting into my cooking and stuff like that. So it was, it the was traditional
1: fine. Christmas meal, roast beast.
0: Yeah, was, this one was a this was a New York strip. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Like or plan- you call
1: it a strip?
0: A strip. <laughs> yes. Uh, I had planned this, so I bought a bunch of steaks. Sorry, vegans and vegetarians uh, out there. Um, and I bought them a, about a week and a half ago, and I put a couple in the freezer, knowing that I would, you know, have one for Christmas. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was it was nice. So you know, I'm just going through the regular rough stuff, which I'm not dismissing. It, it is part of my life and it's who, it's my identity, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but it's not, I don't say it out here for people to feel bad for me or something like that. It's just grieving is a, grieving is a process. It's a, it's a, and there's no time limit on it for mm-hmm. me. So, uh, it's interesting, but yeah, I missed, you know, missed going out and getting our Christmas tree. What we used to do is we'd go and get a Christmas tree from a place a few blocks away, long blocks with a uh, shopping cart. And then we would roll the shopping cart down Ocean Parkway and there was one spot where I would set up a camera exactly the same spot. It was putting this camera, a tripod on a a, uh, like a fence post, a, Mm -hmm. a, a brick fence post. And I would take the same shot every year as many times as we've been here in this neighborhood doing that. And uh you know that's became a tradition in a sense and seeing the seeing the pictures and they start popping up on my timeline too you know and you start saying like mm-hmm. you know one year ago today actually it was like you know the same day that i was walking down the street it's like one year ago today you're this is what you were doing and and i had seen that multiple pictures were actually done on the same day strangely enough we mm-hmm. never timed it like we're gonna go go out on the 15th and do this right. uh so i did i would do a polaroid or something like that but anyway you know there's that it's a it's it's a different thing that i'm used to uh mm. but i didn't listen to any christmas music <laughs> so
1: uh, we had our full fill of it here from beginning of december so yeah is, i was it has stopped as of christmas day yeah we're, I, we're
0: I, I got away with it yeah it was great so i'm glad it stopped I, actually no that's not true i listened to one christmas tune because i was turning on apple t te- uh youtube and they had apple had a like a snoopy screensaver kind of thing like the yule uh-huh. log like a two-hour thing of snoopy lying on his uh on the top oh, of his doghouse dog in yeah. the snow and they were playing okay. the vince um uh, uh what is it, garibaldi or i'm getting it wrong not yeah you know the uh, music yeah, from come
1: the, to me yeah yeah the music from uh, giraldi giraldi
0: yes vince giraldi yeah. from uh from the charlie brown christmas which mm-hmm. is i don't know if that's christmas music but if you know i always associate it with it with the yeah. uh, snoopy anyway so uh but you know i i i'm i'm glad to be here with you tonight and you know this is the last show of the year and i don't think we've done this before and and i thought we'd just sort of give it a try like i have no agenda just other than like what's happened to us in the past year what's notable what what is gonna move forward um so anything that comes to our mind and uh uh, i did want to sort of you know bookend i think we might have started the year with this um sorry for saying <laughs> artificial sorry. intelligence but i'm really i am so um and now i'm glued back to it again i'm so so interested and curious and scared and whatever feeling you can put to it in what has happened in the past year mm-hmm. you know where we started in january 2023 or December of last year to 2022, and where we're at now. Yeah. And uh, I just recently, the reason why I'm mentioning it too, because I just uh, re upped my Mid Journey account mm-hmm. for a little while because they just uploaded uh, a new version, which is called version six. And the photographicness of it has gotten even more. It's actually one of the best photographic um, looks. I think of, mm-hmm. all um, of all the different, of all the different image making AI software out there, the Dolly okay. and the whatever else is out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a major upgrade. So I was looking at it and I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> and uh, I'm just amazed at how far it's come in a year. Yeah. And no, uh, that's, uh,
1: yeah, you posted some of those pictures and uh, what the the, just, the the ones I just the the which ones the mid journey six i think
0: what were the uh, pictures or, of remind me because
1: of oh <laughs> no i've i've well they're they're in the, in our discord oh I in think.
0: our discord right of the yeah shoot like you know i gotta see what they are where did i put them in the incinerator
1: sure are you or either the incinerator or in the photo channel
0: incinerator know. i'm pretty sure it was incinerator oh yeah yeah the um the the uh the living
1: rooms oh yes the contemporary living rooms. contemporary so living like architectural rooms. digest yeah kind of image oh and then
0: yeah. I, I also posted there's a picture of uh someone did a a shot of uh, or created an image of um, the joker like oh, a close-up yeah. of the joker's face which is what i first saw yeah so what what i what i one of the things i want to do for my website when i clean it up and get it up i want to be able to put um my photographs into frames and put them in spaces hmm. so that if people want to buy prints they can see what it looks like hanging up on the wall. So, one of the things I've done is gone to Onsplash, the the free, the, the crazy site where photographers give away their pictures for free, mm-hmm. uh, and decided, well, if you're gonna give your pictures away for free, I'm gonna use them. And so I was finding a lot of you know, living rooms, kitchens, and anything that might've had art on the wall, and then I could sort of replace it in Photoshop, and then put those on my site as a demonstration of what my images would look like. Right on your wall. And by the way, if you want to sell prints, not that I've made any print sales because of that, but I think that is a much better way to show your work. Sort of like when you go to buy a house, you don't look at the house empty, you always look at the house staged and it gives you a better impression of like right. how you might live there. I think displaying your images in sort of a, in, you know, in a, in a setting that someone might want to buy them and might be more encouraging them to buy it Cause like, oh, right. look at, it looks like on a wall in a living room anyway. So unsplash is, is very, uh, actually they did have a few pictures I downloaded, but I thought, you know, what, what if I generated those, try to generate those shots in mid journey mm-hmm. and see if I could get, you know, the prompt is very simple. It was like, you know, contemporary living room, with, you know, uh, an art, you know, a photograph on the wall or something like that, like literally like, you don't even have to type in any kind of crazy, uh, resolutions or all the kind of magic stuff that you had to do before. You just type in room with, and da, da, da. you yeah. might specify daytime or nighttime or whatever like that. And it spit out these photographs or images. See, I'm, I'm falling into that trap. They're not photographs. I will never say that these are photographs, but they mimic these pictures specifically yeah. mimic photography in a way that i haven't seen uh yet and and as a as a user of it i was thinking these are useful i could actually you know superimpose some of my shots into them and that's what i was doing i was generating like tons of living room pictures but yeah uh i'm you know this is stuff that's just generated from scraping imagery on the internet it's not you know 3d renderings as far as i can No, tell.
1: but the light is pretty good and and there's, there's the one image that you posted where it's a fairly large image, like 24 by 36. With, um, I th- I imagine it's a reflection in the glass from the room. I don't know if that's true, but there appears like to curtains. be reflections. Yeah. The curtains yeah. there, yeah, um, yeah, and it's lit really well. Uh,
0: yeah, the ambient light that this the the application cr- uh, creates is pretty insane. Like bouncing light off of the ground and tinging, like if the light is bouncing off of a, a wooden floor, you get a little bit of orange on the white that it's mm-hmm. bouncing. You know, it's just, you know, this thing is figuring things out. And this is just, you know, this is just living rooms. I mean, you know, people and stuff like that. So yeah, we 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 talked about this for a while. It came back. I'm just, you know, the reason why I had mentioned this because this new version, we're about to go into the new year. And I'm, uh you know, sort of planting my flag in a way of saying, it's going to be really interesting what we're going to be talking about 12 months from now, seeing the progression that has, uh, where we started and where we ended up. And as of today's news, I don't know if you heard, but you know, uh, the New York Times is suing um, OpenAI and uh, Microsoft as well for, um, you know, saying that they're scraping their data and using it for um, their AI models and stuff like that. So that's all gonna factor into the future, but I'm, I'm very pessimistic for the photo industry uh yeah very pessimistic even more so now than i think i might have mentioned before
1: well Uh, i think you said when you posted these pictures there grow some more jobs right it was some it was uh yeah so yeah
0: there's another you know it's not going to get rid of real estate photography per se because you know that's about photographing something that's real mm -hmm. but you know if it I'm looking at this kind of stuff and even like the, the pictures of people now that it's creating the, the imagery of people, pictures, you see, I keep saying this, the imagery of people is gotten so much more realistic. It still looks, there's still fakeness to it, mm-hmm. but I think it's really going to solidify the. Well, there's the a end.
1: novelty right now with them, people cloning other people's faces, a whole family Yes, there's a the whole, same faces, yeah. those sorts some, of things that are just whatever novelties.
0: Well, there's also I'm getting in my feed now that uh, there are applications that you can download, and this is probably not news, but I think it adds to the whole soup of this, the the ingredients to the to the end of a lot of jobs, is that mm-hmm. you can upload a photograph of yourself, and then an AI application is going to create a uh, head, essentially a headshot of you or a LinkedIn style right, portrait,
1: professional portrait,
0: professional yeah. portrait that doesn't look fake at all and uses your face to you know superimpose onto this creation and they Mm -hmm. look great I mean you know you're looking at them on screen size nobody's going to know that they're not taken by a professional photographer and it's something that's very easy and it's you know cheap you know you're not needing headshots from a photographer going out and da 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 I mean I don't think that's going to totally eliminate that but I think a lot more people who would use photographers to do that are not going to choose to use photographers they're going to choose to use these applications and so you know, it's just another, you know, uh, hole in the boat that is now filling with water. Uh, and I'm 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 worried for all those photographers who are going to who, who are not going to be able to work because of this stuff. And it's going to be really interesting to see where this ends up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of this is going to end up in court uh, in some way. Um,
1: yeah. And I think there'll be some big settlements. Um, yeah. The the the. There's a kind of a feeling of inevitability, of which you know. Part of me, as as a person who's in technology, I shrug a little bit and say, "Well, of course it's going to advance." But what does that really mean? What does that mean for people's livelihoods? Right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, you know, on the face of it, I think I'm pro Skynet, but, but, um, (laughs) well, just because, (laughs) yeah, it's where the technology. This is a disruptive technology that is going to. It'll be or well, it is part of our lives, part of our culture, part of the, yeah. the whole deal and, and what it's going to look like. We're in, you know, we're in these early stages of we need to make some decisions now about what this what things are going to look like.
0: I agree. And, you know, there was an article in The Times, which I didn't read fully. Maybe I did read it. I can't remember. And I'm not really good with summarizing stuff. That's why I have Chat GPT for you. <laughs> eating anyway, your own dog food. I I know, I know. The the it was more of like an opinion piece, uh, saying what is happening to our creativity if we only let something like an artificial intelligence create it. We're we're no longer expanding, right? You yeah. know, as an art, as artists and as creative creatures that human beings are. We always step outside of the box when we're, or, or or some of us step outside of the box when we're creation, and that pu- pu- pushes the boundaries of art and creation further. And if we just now rely on artificial intelligence, which is obviously a a, a bound system, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't you know because it's based on the work that we're creating. And if we're no longer pushing our boundaries. Therefore, artificial intelligence will not push the boundaries. It will just base itself on what is already existing. Mm-hmm. And so how do we go further as creatives? Right. Uh, how, how do we do that? And, you know, I'm thinking about that as I'm looking at all the stuff that people are creating on uh, mid-journey. And there's some really compelling images. I mean, like, I, you know, I, I hoard these images, I put them in a little binder that says, or, you know, digital albums, mid-journey images, because they're so off the wall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of me thinks, well, but these are sort of pushing the boundaries, aren't they? And mm, I, I don't know, I have to think of that, but I don't maybe not, because they're still using, uh, you know, techniques that w- we're aware of, like soft lighting or, or, you know, shallow depth of field, or, you know, maybe the the outfits that are people are creating or the, the worlds that are people creating are, mm-hmm. are, uh, are, are, new, but they're, they're, they're not, I, I see what this person was talking about. They're just not, it doesn't, it doesn't take that extra step over. Like if you can imagine like a, uh, a, um, a uh, an artificial intelligence uh, photographic creator creating images like, um, oh, oh, Darn it, I, I'm just blocking out his name. Uh, a photographer or A artist? photographer, oh. a photographer uh, in the... Shoot. Oh.
1: Sorry,
0: a street photographer? No, or... no. Oh, damn it.
1: <laughs> I can help you. I know, I know a little. Of course you can
0: help me, but you know, this is what's getting old. Um... <laughs> okay, I'm it's done. okay, folks. We'll be right back. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll her... So... Uh,
1: yeah. I'm going to say uh, no. Motherwell, not
0: Motherwell. That's not a photographer. Um,
1: Jeez. Oh, Maplethorpe. Okay.
0: Sorry. Yeah, thank you. I, I should cut that out, but I'll leave it in because you can see that my brain is Yeah, no, no we're all good. You uh, know, uh, I mean, uh, uh, and I, I just picked him out of the, you know, I was thinking like, well, who's, push, who's pushing the boundaries of photography? You know, he mm-hmm. certainly was one of them. Will an art artificial intelligence be able to push boundaries of art the way someone like Maplethorpe would? And I think not. I think that's kind of impossible. Uh and I think it will become more impossible as as the wagon circle and we decide as a culture like well we're not going to be creating any more stuff we're going to just use AI to create it. So anyway, that I mm-hmm. think is the is the danger. Uh and I think that's going to sort of uh, we're, we're going to see that play out in the next year. Would be would yeah. be my, you know. And with all these lawsuits that are going on too, they'll they'll start to yeah, some things will shake out
1: yeah we like we can't we, you know, we say can't nothing New York Times. of of the uh i mean it, there there's battles going on with the internet and privacy and yeah. customer yeah. data and all that kind of stuff that's going you know back and forth from Europe and United states and uh, the the g six nations and the i five you know like it's all there there's some other battles to fight and uh, i think a i will be definitely in there
0: yeah. And I, I do think, unfortunately, there's going to be, you know, economic issues. And, oh, and once I start making these images move, too, mm-hmm. in a reasonable way, I mean, they, those are just starting now, too. Yeah. Starting to get artificial intelligence movement. And so there goes, you know, certain aspects of video production yeah. down. So I don't know. And yes, I'm also in that camp of yeah, Skynet camp. I, mean, I like this stuff because it's really cool. Yeah. There's something really compelling about it. And... Uh, so anyway, I wanted to I wanted to throw that in to um into the mix. Oh, uh you know, this is not necessarily photography, but you know, one of the things I've latched on to in the uh past month is I started collecting fountain fountain pens.
1: Fountain pens. Like <laughs> Like fountain like pens, new ones, like fancy like, Mark Cross ones, and well, not so fancy. Yeah. I
0: can't afford so many nice fancy ones. Uh, the way it started, and I think it does it the the relationship, the relation to I think I talked about this in the last episode on my own, but where it's really coming from is the writing that we're doing with our photography. Oh yes, the journaling, the journaling, the journaling, and the and the what and the whatnot. That's sort of where the the kernel of this is because it, re- it requires writing by hand and you know there's some aspect of having a good tool to do that and i actually had ordered some pens from hong kong that again it's one of these things that popped up on my facebook feed and i can't remember the name of them like call anyway i'm not going to try to remember the names of them but it was a, a felt pen that used um used a fountain pen ink that you could refill and i like certain kinds of pens and certain papers and like one of the things about the journals like especially the photojournalists they got a really nice paper that i'm using and Mm
1: -hmm. so it
0: makes writing easier and smoother so once i saw those pens and i ordered some i think they're from hong kong i haven't gotten them yet then i started getting these little bits of information about fountain pens and i and i dug up some fountain pens that i had someone had given me a few fountain pens and i pulled those out and then i started looking at fountain pen videos on, on youtube and i'm down the rabbit hole but it's not just because they're pens because they're cool. And I, I like the there's the geeky part of it, but it's also because of the writing mm. that I'm doing. And I'm spending a lot more time writing, uh, not necessarily about photography, although I am writing, I'm definitely putting a lot more into the photo journal, like printing out the little pictures, mm. mm-hmm. and putting them in there and and writing about them. Um, and that's that's a lot of fun mm. and having a good tool to do that is making it more exciting so yeah i went a little crazy uh, i did buy myself a nice fountain pen for christmas uh, but now i'm like into all these terms like uh like what a f- uh, finial is and a nib and a tine and what a demonstrator is and a piston fill and a converter and brands like diamine and twisby and Lamy and auto hut and uh, shimmer and sheening inks like all the stuff i've been i've been glomming onto these and and the whole result of this is a lot of slowing down. I'm I'm practicing my cursive again, getting back right. into writing cursive, which is really really interesting because I'm forced to sort of try to remember the letters one by one as I'm writing. So it really does slow me down. Okay. Uh, and so the way it's sort of feeding into my my photography in a way is this this whole thing about slowing down naturally, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and, and so i think the two things are related i love writing about my pictures i love writing about other people's pictures i'll find pictures even from our our uh unusual group and i'll print them and stick them in the book mm-hmm. <laughs> and start writing about them because i was like you know uh or or anyway i won't go into it but but like that those two things are are into itself and there's a lot more there's a, there's a sense of creativity in the writing even mm-hmm. though it's just uh handwriting there's there's some creativity part of it that I, didn't, I haven't experienced in a while so interesting yeah yeah it really is and so I've also gone crazy on notebooks too I'm like I've got you know researching different papers I mean I've really gone and know uh, I, I don't know if you'll be able to see this and of course I'm showing you something that the audience can't be, see but yeah. but this is this is like some of my cursive handwriting is oh, it focusing great. nice yeah it yeah. is yeah looks great. Yeah, and and I found a community on Facebook of of uh, fountain pen enthusiasts, and they're a really really nice community. It's it's interesting to be part of a a
1: uh, it's part of an internet with the calligraphy folks too. Or?
0: Well, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm not into the calligraphy part yet, and it's really you know that's it. There there is some overlap, but. It's mostly about because most fountain pens aren't calligraphy pens; oh, they're just enough. regular yeah. pens. You have to get a specific kind of nib and stuff like that for call- yeah.
1: calligraphy. And you changes the weight and the width of the of your of your ink. Yeah,
0: yeah, and different kind of papers are used. and, and usually yeah. you, you use a dip pen and stuff like that. Anyway, in in a month, I've learned all this stuff, yeah, and and have really taken off. And it's the it it feeds into like it's not photography, but it does feed into. I like how I'm making my pictures, what I'm thinking about, even in terms of social media and stuff like that. And it's all going to have effects. So this is just starting. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm planning the seed about what will happen in the next year in terms of, uh, writing and photography. But, uh, you know, in, I also haven't put out a newsletter in a little while because I've been so into like writing stuff with my hands that I like not wanting to sit on front of a computer. So I wanted to mention that that's not necessarily, you know, photography. That's just something I'm doing personally, but I think it does affect. I think it does. You were talk we were talking offline about the, you know, uh, a X, uh, yeah. uh, candid frame. Uh, why don't you describe t- it?
1: Well, he was talking this week. Uh, his show dropped that had He had uh, Joel Meyerowitz on and as a, it was an amazing discussion about uh, Joel's, you know, life and creative, creative journey. They the, really, the only way that Barry X can do it um following him from his transition from kodachrome on 35 mm to sheet film on 8x10 and his life and interest in uh in color photography and how that how that started that that bit of origin story if you've not heard it it's certainly worth listening to and i, I mean i uh,
0: well mention I mean, the cameras because that was what you we were talking about that's that was kind of why i'm well he like, the, going the, from the switching what, from yeah
1: well, he went from 35 millimeter and Kodachrome and his discovery he went, started in black and white and then, you know, decided to go to color, uh, because that's what he was seeing. And he, he had heard, this is all spoilers. <laughs> You're that's okay. Listen There's, to we'll them be, you know. to the podcast. <laughs> I, I'd like to drive some business. He X's way. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. Yeah, so um, uh, Meyerowitz heard somebody say or read somewhere that oh, I think it was uh, John Sarkowski at the uh, Museum of Modern Art um, saying um, that the what the what is the what does the camera lens do? It describes, and mm-hmm. Meyerowitz took and ran with. Well, it's describing color, and what I'm looking at is color, so why don't I just shoot in color? And that was his initial rationalization to move from black and white to color.
0: Well, also from moving from a small fast camera to a very large slow but, but
1: he did do i mean he he did you know did work in 35 millimeter um for quite a while and then he made the decision later to go to uh to large format to an 8x10 field camera basically yeah. and he was talking about and this metaphor was great it really resonated with me and that was the the jazz performance of being on the street where the 35 millimeter camera clicking and finding improvisational moments and putting arranging things you know that happen in the in a blink of an eye in the 60th of a second or 250th of a second to an 8 by 10 view camera which you have to carry around the 35 pounds of weight you carry on your shoulder and you set it up and then you decide what you know what your subject is going to be and it takes all this time and
0: and you have yeah. two very expensive pieces of film. <laughs> yeah, That's right. To deal with. I mean, at a time, you're the, you know, the yep. holders hold film left. And that even even when 8x10 film was cheap, it wasn't cheap. No. Uh, today well, you think
1: of the area of an 8x10 being about the same as a 30, 30, 36 exposure roll on a contact sheet, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a whole There's, roll of 35 millimeters in one frame.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, that whole idea of slowing down, I mean, that's yeah. obvious, but, uh, you know, the, um, to take that, and and what can we learn from you know someone like Meyerowitz or anybody else who 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 does that kind of uh, that kind of transition and stuff. So, yeah, let's not spoil it anymore. I mean, I I okay. want to listen to the episode, but but uh, you'll find you know there's enough in there that. Uh,
1: yeah, there's <laughs> there's, there's lots, it. and it's it's always worth listening to Joel talk. Always, always, yeah. you never fail to get something out of what he's saying.
0: Do you know if he shot his uh, Cape Light stuff with large format?
1: I believe he did.
0: It was large format. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that's a that's a book I want to get uh, the Cape Light. Um, he spent a lot of time in Cape Cod. He was in Cape Cod at the time when I was a kid and spending time in Cape Cod. So I'm always wondering if he had uh, had known some of the people I knew. And I imagine he might have heard of them, like my dad and couple of other people. So maybe we can get him on the show.
1: <laughs> well let's let's try.
0: <laughs> I'd like to get him on the show. I actually wanted I was reaching out to Barry Next because I wanted to talk to Meyerwitz about Provincetown, not as on a part of the show. Just like, hey, did you know my dad and stuff like that? So mm. maybe, you know, uh, Barry next if you're listening, um, we'd like to, you know, can you get us in touch with <laughs> Joel please? <laughs> Be nice to yeah. talk to. He just seems like someone he seems like someone I'd like to talk to, just yeah. in general stuff. So. so I
1: just confirmed on the Faden uh, the book site that yes, he was there's a picture of him standing in the attic with his eight by ten field camera. He's using an 8x10. Cape Cod, yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. That that is that is a really nice book. The quality of the pictures in that in that book. So so what uh, what 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 have you remembered from this past year? In photography? Uh,
1: some technology moves in photography. Um, like the yeah. new, well, the new iPhones. Um, hmm. There's lots going on there. Uh, I don't have one. I've still got a four year old iPhone. You should upgrade. I mean, I'm not. I know, you know I should. I got to well, upgrade my beloveds big... first before I upgrade. Yes, my. no, obviously. But
0: but you will see a big jump. Like that's a, that's a significant uh, yeah. leap in technology. What is it about it that. Uh, that caught your eye, or is catching your eye, about the technology? Oh,
1: just well, just some of the the effects, the studio lighting, like just the algorithms getting better and better at doing the digital, um, uh, the digital processing. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, the portrait effects. Uh, yeah, you know? no, but there's a, a computational photography. Computational photography. Uh, or does as they call, me. as Apple
0: calls it, the photonic engine. All oh, the photonic engine. <laughs> what okay. the hell does that mean? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's just a made-up, well, all words are made-up, but. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, and also, um, you know, the real death knell now of DSLRs and and uh, the global shutter came out. Sony brought out the global shutter, which is interesting. It's early days for that. For you think that
0: they're going to be seeing less DSLRs in the next year?
1: Oh, I think. Oh, absolutely. not going to see any. Right. No, gonna, duh. We're yeah, not seeing they're any. Gonna be, they're going to be there. Sorry, I was mixing them up. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, those are gone. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so there's, you know, on the Canon side, there's the, that tiny um, uh, mirrorless that look like the old Rebel SL3, you know, mm-hmm, they've got a, mm-hmm. they've got a uh, old, yeah, <laughs> old, like I a know, 2020. Yeah.
0: They're still selling these things, though. They still sell yeah. the DSLRs. I mean, you know, it's funny you say the depth of them, uh, they're not going away.
1: No, and they're still, they're still I mean, they still of manufacturing Canon, them. Yeah. Yeah. And they I mean EF lenses are, are great on the Canon side. That's just what I'm most familiar with. Yeah. And and they adapt they adapt well to the new R series cameras. They're
0: and, just they're uh, just not they're not developing them anymore. That's no. they're not putting new lenses on. I remember this from my B and H because I was, you know, trying to tell people, yeah, you could get this, but it's kind of a dead end at this point. Mm-hmm. And that was before Canon actually said that their what was it their uh, 1d the big one yeah the flagship was mm-hmm. going to be the last dslr they were going to make yeah. but just before that we were all sort of you know the 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 rumors were flying and you know people were coming to buy and i said well yeah you can get this camera like you know a digital rebel or something like that and it, it's fine and you'll still be able to buy lenses but you just it's not going anywhere and so it wasn't trying to upsell them it was just you know yeah. This is the tea leaves, right? Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And then 5D Mark IV and on that Nikon side, this D750 and 850. I mean, I remember uh, one of the beers and cameras things years ago when the D850 first came out. I uh, was the 1.2, the 50 mm-hmm. millimeter 1.2 on on the D850. It was heaven. Yeah. I was just right. taking pictures of, I uh, don't know, what was it? Maybe it was a 75, 75? Anyway, it was a longer lens. It wasn't a 50. We were just sitting in the restaurant, and I was taking pictures of the of the cooks behind the behind the counter, you know, mm-hmm. the kitchen counter where the help staff go by. And I just remember, you know, how much fun it was to use and how it felt in the hand. So uh, yeah, yeah, and then how much, uh,
0: how many of these cameras will be replaced by the by the phone? I mean, well, with all the new technology. I mean, there's, you know, I have the I have the fifteen Pro Max, and it's got the. Uh, The 120 uh, telephoto on Mm -hmm. it, which is not bad at all, (laughs) you know. I mean, you could certainly do a portrait session with that lens and you know the the portrait mode where the computational photography is blurring out the background and do it in such a way that it doesn't look fake. And they've gotten those uh, stray hairs under control a little bit, so there's a little bit more capturing of that i figured that out because of the cat's whiskers <laughs> it's, right. it's it's still not perfect but it it does a better job and i was talking to i was talking to students i think I think know students and thinking about when this stuff is going to migrate to cameras the stuff that's in an iphone i know it's a lot more expensive to do that because the iphone is essentially a computer so yeah. it's got a lot more power than a phone but some of that stuff is translating like the uh, subject focus you know you can focus on birds and planes and cars and helmets on my, motorcycles and stuff like that and that's and cars using, yeah I think yeah it's and it's cars. using yeah. yeah it's using the same I'm assuming it's using some of the same kind of machine learning right uh, to to uh to put that in there so you know it would be nice to see the cameras come up with a little bit more of that uh, instead of megapixels and whatever the hell they're trying to sell us on
1: yeah 120 uh, frames a second I'm sorry I'm just not there yet um, no, did we
0: talk about that on the last no, time we were I think
1: we glossed over it, I think, but yeah. You know, it's... that that
0: you know, the I said the the putting my tinfoil hat on that they're in Cahoot's with the uh hard drive oh, manufacturers. That's right. Yeah, we we'll yeah. did. I remember that <laughs> now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Which I uh, you know, it's not far from the truth. I think you're going to, you know, uh, even like the phones, you know, they're taking larger pictures, my iPhone is taking can take 48 megapixel uh 48 megapixel raw files. And then, you know, on the video side, it can do ProRes, uh, which will eat up tons of storage on, uh, on your phone. And yeah. even like a one terabyte phone like mine, you know, it run out of space really quickly. So, yeah. But I would like to see that kind of stuff come to, to mirrorless cameras, like some of it more than just the focus things, you know?
1: Yeah. And one thing for the good guys too, is they're, they're bringing out that authenticity uh, mechanism where they're, embedding the uh, information from the from the camera to help at least with whether or not the image was actually captured on a camera by a photographer right, um, right. using uh, you know using the you know, primary whatever whatever you want to call it the private key infrastructure right um, we talked about that
0: a couple of yeah couple so of that shows was ago. that was another
1: thing of, uh, but that know, should be yeah
0: we should see we should see more of that yeah, both in phones and and it'd be nice in phones because I can imagine that's not hard to do, yeah. to put it into a phone. But to see it in cameras, as well, uh, yeah, I would like that too. What was your year of photography like? You've, you've had a lot of different um, experiences. Very,
1: uh, it was. It, it, it was. I mean, on the. Uh, in terms of volume, it was very low. Yeah, I mean, I went from the high of you know visiting you the year before. Yeah, yeah, and and getting so much work out of that, which I still haven't really gone uh, chased down and, and processed. It just uh, I kind of like the idea of having this glowing thing over here, this glowing <laughs> attache case. <laughs> if I can go you in open and open up and, a, a and the golden light myself shines yeah it's a repo man or something you know i go but in pulp there and, fiction yeah yeah pulp mm-hmm. fiction yeah um and uh, um you know did that the women project with with right. my artist friend and my uh, aunt who passed away and my mother uh that uh, i think is very meaningful but a you know like some of the new york work i've I'm not ready yet to go to go through that. Uh, Getting a new job that's no longer downtown. um, I think I'm starting to mourn that. Actually, that's Uh, affecting affecting. I think that's like kind of affecting my psyche in a way. Uh, I you know it's just I've only been working there for three months, so I don't know for sure. But but you're not. But I'm not like I'm not just five minutes away from pounding the pavement. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so I don't know what that's going to look like. Should I just walk around the industrial area that I work in now and see? what well, I we can were just find? talking well, about liminal. We were just
0: talking about liminal, liminal spaces. Liminal spaces, be, spaces, yeah, yeah. Which we'll we'll put on hold for another show. But but it yeah. seems like that area that you're in might be right for that kind of.
1: I could certainly like do something with experimentation. What's there. Yeah but it's not people and the buzz of shooting yeah. that I'll, it'll, it'll be something else. Are you afraid so you're I have lose to work your... that into, I'll have to work that into oh. whatever. Are
0: you can afraid you're going to lose your, uh, your touch if you're not, if you're not constantly. Oh, I think, people oh, in downtown? I think so,
1: but it'll become something else. I don't, I don't, you know, I, 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 I don't like to change too much, but you know, it's like a lot of other things. It's not, it's not earth shattering. And my, my photography experience will just become something else. And I'll try and pretend to be an expert in that, <laughs> whatever, that <laughs> yeah. whatever that thing is. Yeah, yeah I take okay. pictures of truck tires. You know, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know anyone who's got as many truck tire. Pictures
0: we're gonna we're gonna me. change the name of this show. You know, <laughs> neither one of us is gonna <laughs> shoot street anymore. We'll call it something. <laughs> yeah. truck, no, street is stuff. part of my
1: heart, uh, part of my heart yeah. and soul. Any city that I visit, without a doubt, I will be shooting street. Yeah, uh, I'm inspired by street photographers, and so that will never that part will never end.
0: It'll be interesting for, well, in your case, like seeing what happens when you do get to uh, pop along the street again, which you haven't done it for a while. Like anytime we take a break from something and we come back to it, yeah. like, I always wonder if we, we approach it in a new way slightly, or do we go back to doing exactly the way we were doing it before and neither is good or bad. It's just, you know, yeah. I'd be curious about like, will, will the new pictures that you photograph the next time you spend, you know, a couple of days in downtown Calgary, will they look like the old ward or will they be looking like the, something no, new?
1: I have a feeling about that because I've, a few times since the summer I've gone down with my son. Yeah. Um, and he, he because we, we, we look after different things, we look for different things. I find myself starting because it had been so long since I'd been out before taking pictures, lame pictures of architecture, like it's 2014 again. Mm. And it doesn't take very long after five or 10 minutes of, Oh yeah, no, we, we, (laughs) I got to point the camera down and there (laughs) are people, I will take pictures of people. And then I kind of get it back. Mm -hmm. Sort of, sort Mm. of, but it's not the run and gun in the zone of, you know, the old days or like I'm at the stampede midway or I'm, you know, walking up Broadway with you. Um, so, but you know, like I say, it'll become something else. It's and just the adjustment, you, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, and you still have stampede pictures that you're gonna process.
1: Yeah, I found a yeah. couple here a few weeks ago, and I posted uh, ones that I have no idea why I didn't pick them before, why they didn't stand out. Um, I have to say that I'm really liking my technique now. Mm. Which is um, your your processing y- technique or well the processing the shooting technique I'm picking a higher ISO and I've started stopping down. Make this joke that I was f four now I'm have move, moved to f eight yeah okay and I've uh, you know I think some of the pictures have worked fine for social media but if I want to blow them up and there are a couple of pictures that I think would look better with the uh, it, it, you know, as uh, not that people want to put street photos in their hang them up in their living rooms <laughs> or anything like that. It's that's one thing about the, that particular art. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you, you have to kind of it's a limited audience, but anyway. So, the uh, the fact that I picked this smaller aperture, the camera seems to have an easier time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I was, I'm, I'm just afraid of having the background be too much in focus, it will distract, but I'm still close enough that. And because I'm shooting with the 23 or the 50, it's still fine.
0: But then you open up yourself to doing layered imagery a little bit more. You've got more yeah. depth of field. You're going to see different things going on in, in your foreground and background,
1: right? Yeah. I'm It'll be a little more clear. I guy. Now, I mean, that may force me into evaluating backgrounds more. I think of our our brother in light, Mark Ryerson, whose backgrounds always look they're engineered. He's like crudson or jeff wall where the whole thing seems constructed it isn't it's a grab (laughs) shot but it's mark's freaking grab shot and it's amazing and he can do that i can't do that i'm just like looking for that little bit of human sculpture that's right in front of Mm -hmm. me that's six or eight feet in front of me and that's really all i'm thinking about when i'm shooting yeah, hmm. I, I look for backgrounds that aren't horrible and poles sticking out of people's heads and things like that. I Did you
0: show to, me some of your stampede shots that had multiple things going on in foreground and background, which yeah. I thought were, were, were kind of cool? And then that's a that's an environment where you're going to see that though, because it's yeah. you know yeah. packed with people and you know, yeah. The,
1: so I am fortunate you know, that at once a year I have that whole week of bang 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 and just getting back up to speed and seeing the sea of humanity, which is you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So we'll we'll keep naming the thing street shots because I promise. Yes, okay. <laughs> We're not
0: gonna that. change the name. <laughs>
1: when I, yeah, go, I, you know, go on fa- on trips to different cities in the country or uh, further afield, I will be doing my best to shoot uh, whatever's there.
0: Yeah. Oh. So I have a, I have a friend coming into town. I think next week or the week after from England. I had him, I had him on the show a while back. Uh, Alex Ford and uh, he's from the UK, and mm-hmm. he is, uh, what is he doing, he does weddings. He was doing uh, photographed uh, um, newborns, uh, and, and I had him on the show because he had, uh, of his transition from being, I think, a, when he was a soldier to then becoming a photographer. He was in, in Afghanistan. He also photographed while he was in Afghanistan as well. Mm-hmm. And we've maintained, actually, we became friends uh, we became friends during uh, Superstorm Superstorm Sandy mm. because I was tweeting out uh, the, how the how our building was shaking because of the wind, and he was he was paying attention to it, and, and we we continued talking from there. So we've been I've never met him in person, uh, mm. and he strikes me as someone I, I can't wait to meet. And he asked uh, some he asked some uh, we're having a lot of sirens outside all of a sudden. So i'm really curious what's going on but he he asked uh, sort of a general question about what camera should bring when he comes to new york he's coming with his family and i said you should just travel with you know the least amount that you can mm-hmm. uh and he's gonna bring you know he's he's got a nikon um z8 or mm-hmm. z8 would be on yeah. your side mm-hmm. and uh, a, a zfc which is the apsc uh, sort of retro. Oh, that's camera.
1: a cute retro camera, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, it's the the new ZF is what I really
1: want to get, but the. And that's so, a crop sensor, right?
0: That's a crop sensor, and mm-hmm. and it, I was saying, you know, don't bring the big camera, bring the small camera, because, believe me, you 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 don't need giant full frame pictures of New York. It doesn't, and you just want to travel
1: light. This from the guy who walks around with a GFX on the street. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do to be to be fair though, I do have my Helios forty four two attached to it. Yeah. Frankenstein onto it. So it does make it look kinda like a goofy camera. Anyway,
1: uh well, you so, bring as much as you want, but only walk on the street with one or two different things. And,
0: yeah, you know, but I, I think if you're visiting New York, you also want to, you know, you want to have a good time with your family too. So, you know, I didn't.
1: I was there. I was there. I was. You were there by man. yourself. He's going to be I, with his family. You know. <laughs> uh, anyway,
0: I, I bring him up because I, I'm hoping that our schedules will coincide where I can go meet him in the city or hang out with him or go on a photo yes. walk with him. So I'm thinking like there'll be another opportunity for me to go in the city. Has he time, been to New York before? No, he
1: hasn't been to New oh, York. He, he
0: was actually going to come. Uh, I think he was scheduled to come just prior to, or he was planning to come just prior to the lockdown before mm-hmm. we got into pandemic mode. And so that sort of threw things in the in the loop room. I was looking for a hotel or a B, Airbnb in my neighborhood for him. And then, you know, we'll lock down. So anyway, uh, if he comes into town, I will go into the city and if we're walking around i'll bring my camera and do street stuff like 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 we did uh but i haven't done any street photography in a while i'm just doing and i'm i'm sort of off the neighborhood stuff although i do bring my camera when i'm walking around i'm still finding the odd very Mm -hmm. odd thing that attracts me because that's what i do and i guess i am walking around with my gf i've been walking with the gfx lately uh because i am enjoying this manual lens on it the helios is uh Mm-hmm. you know, especially having a lens that says made in the USSR, you know, for mm-hmm. those of us who are old enough to know what the hell USSR is, yeah. <laughs> I have something that says like that and I'm using it on my camera. Uh, but, you know, I, you know, I'm not sure like the next, in the next year where the photography is going, where I'm going to go in terms of that. I've already done my show. I've done, I think the one thing we've got to do is more zines.
1: Yeah. So we still but have to finish our, we got to line. finish
0: this one. We just need to finish the writing in it. Yeah. Uh so put that on your like to-do list okay. soon. Let's let's get that done cuz I want to I want to share it with everybody here as well cuz it's it's a really nice it's a really nice book and then start another one. Okay. And but I don't know what I'm going to be shooting. I'm going to be doing a lot of teaching in the, at least the next 6 months. I got my my teaching schedule. And so I've got a lot of classes coming up. I also set up a class for Lightroom at the place I'm teaching oh. at Brick. They so I created a Lightroom curriculum. So I have got to create, I've got to teach people basic Lightroom in two classes in four hours. So that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came up with a little bit of something. It's Lightroom, uh, not classic. It's the lightroom. It lightroom. Oh, no, 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 I am uh, teaching Lightroom classic. Class- Sorry. Oh, no, I have classic. to teach, I actually have to teach the the classic because it Brick wants to have the students be able to come in and use their computers to, oh, okay. to do the tests. And you can do that with Classic. You can't do it with Lightroom CC unless you have an account. Right. You have to have an account to use the software. And the idea is not not have the students pay for the software. But with Classic, all you need to do is have a library, and you can put a library locally on every computer. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to populate it with some – I found like a dozen of my pictures that I think are good challenges for students. But anyway, I came up with that. So I'm going to be doing that. Uh, my first class is in February, and it's a two-week class, so I get to send them away and say, hey, you know – do this stuff in Lightroom, and then the Brooklyn Public Library contacted me, and I'm going to do two classes in February and March for the Brooklyn Public Library, which I'm looking forward to because the opportunity there seems a little bit better. And I'm hoping that I'm hoping that these two classes are just test classes that I can do more of. But the I came up with two classes, new ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is making a zine, right? Oh, I figure I got cool. the I got the you know teaching them. How to make a zine using Bookright or Lightroom, and then what it goes in what goes into making a zine. I still have to make the curriculum for that. I mean, that's a one-off class. And then the uh, that's cool. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting because I'll use our experience of making a zine uh, and all the stuff that I've done for my one one two one eight series to you know to give to that class. And I think that's a good practical class for you know a library to have. So I'm trying to come up with practical classes, and the second one is about processing imagery, but it's not necessarily using Lightroom, although I'll probably use Lightroom as part of it. But, you know, some of the, so all the processing programs that we use, whether it's Lightroom or Photomator or whatever the heck you use uh, Capture One, they generally have the same tools in them. Mm -hmm. Clarity, shadows, HDR, whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. So I think I want to make a generic processing class, not necessarily how to use uh, an application, but like how to process a picture. I might have to actually ask you more about that offline, sure. uh, to get some tips about that, because uh, that would.
1: I'm be, a color channel freak.
0: You're a color channel freak. I don't know if I'm going to go that deep because it's only again, it's only a one, it's a one-off three-hour clash class. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's those are those are kind of fun to play with. Actually, I like to find out your technique for color channels things. You know, I'm I'm also you know, I've been in a lot into presets these days, and uh,
1: yeah. and then tweaking the. I'm presets. afraid of presets. I'm just sort of like I, why. I, I, well, no, I'm not afraid of them. I, I ooh, don't oh, want to use kids. them. Yeah. Ooh, just like click this button and it's like okay, I'm done, you know. <laughs> no. I I I have the uh, I want to keep the spirit of I'm in the dark room. Right. Um and I go okay, what's the biggest problem, if they're, you know, the biggest issue I want to deal with first for the image? I address that. What's the next one? Adjust that. What's the next one? Adjust that. Okay, are we done? <laughs> you know, yeah, there's I like can that, see that two yeah. or three minute fatigue that happens. You're like, uh, is but, it gonna work or not? Okay, but I can also know. see
0: presets like like a preset can also be like a the kind of film you use and b the kind yeah. of paper you use. Like if you're using, remember, if you you were using Agfa Patriga, you know, and the built-in. I mean, there was a lot less choices with paper and films in terms of variety. But yeah, if you used a Panatomic X and you used a Agfa Portriga as your paper, you would come out with a an image base that would you know as an akin to a preset in a way. I mean, we just have we have a million more options now. So I mean, but I understand what you're saying. Yes, because it also sort of there's a takeaway like you've 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 outsourced your create you know maybe what you say is your creative look to somebody else, but you know you
1: try X uh, pushed to 1600 printed on kodak uh poly contrast rc3 yeah that's a look i've done and i hated it <laughs> no
0: <laughs> that was the kind of look that we did in school like yeah. by accident right like, yeah i'm like oh because you couldn't yeah you would look at that you're like oh i look i made a picture
1: like, i no, think this look- should have been on Kodalith i yeah. think Kodalith. oh my god see now we're that.
0: dating ourselves we're dating ourselves Kodalith. Uh, uh, uh. Was a, was a totally insane black contrast. And, black and white it was a like a it was a lithography film yeah. I think you, yeah. for
1: your microfiche or whatever yeah
0: yeah so it is pure black and white some people used it for using making special effects on it so
1: we're using uh, it for masks for, for
0: masking as well yeah yeah we are dating ourselves because people are now hanging out they're like it's all they've right if you they turned it off listener <laughs> if you
1: get it great if you don't don't worry so
0: so mm. uh coming up for the year were you know, I know I'd like to keep the show to a certain length, but I'm just like, let's talk a little bit more and stuff. I want to talk about, like, next year. I, In terms of photography for me, um, I, I want to try something different. And I don't know what that means, whether it means, you know, going to a class and learning an old style wet plate technique or...
1: You know, I've been didn't seeing. go like, have to visit Shane and. No, the, Shane
0: uh, is on the, the list, product. and absolutely. I mean, again, it's you know, I, I, I had wished my my, and I can't say anything about this, but my 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 grief schedule has its own um, agenda, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so traveling isn't wasn't on the plan this year. I, I wished it was, but it, it it didn't work out, and so I I need to sort of. I mean, that's the one thing I need to do this year is take care of myself mentally and emotionally. Uh, and so, yes, I would love to go to and I'd love to meet you there. I'd love to do what we're talking about. Like you come down and and we go out, we meet it and we collide in his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, that I would like to put on the plate. But if that doesn't work out or not, whether or not it works out or not, do something like take a class or something like that. I mean, there's a lot of I'm doing a lot of teaching and I need to. I need to absorb something
1: new. A, uh, a workshop kind of arrangement.
0: A workshop, whether it's taking a class in, like, we've made basic, not basic photography, but it was, like, street photography or mm-hmm. portraiture or something like that. Um, but I, I want to do something different because now my projects are done. And, you know, I, I can only wander the streets so much uh, and, and and take shots of ironic or weird things in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. uh and that's never gonna go away i mean i'm you know i'm always gonna i'm always gonna take pictures of that but, but to have some I, I i had a inkling of a, it's like well should i do a should i do a project on the brooklyn bridge about the like go and go and do a portrait session but over time uh um, well,
1: that's pretty fascinating yeah
0: and I don't know what, I mean not that it's it's been done before I haven't done it but I some of the pictures that I'm very uh, resonant with in my own library are shots of the bridge like when I go and photograph the bridge and I read this book uh, called The Great Bridge by uh, David McCulloch, which is the building of the
1: Brooklyn Bridge and that gave and there was the PBS based on this book series yeah
0: There was there was a Ken there was a Ken Burns thing based on the book but you can only get so much in in 2 yeah. hours This book uh, if you like New York history is like, is ripe with New York history and it's, and it's the minutiae detail in the book. So now I walk over the bridge, just like when you learn anything, the the depths of something and you mm. start seeing the, th- the, the thing differently. So I read this book on the Brooklyn bridge a couple of years ago. And now when I look at the bridge, I like, Oh, that's what, so underneath that is this. And this thing is, you know, this cable is, you know, anyway, all that stuff Mm -hmm. is now in my mind. And so I look at the bridge a lot differently than I did before. And, and so I was thinking, geez, you know, I wonder if that, I mean, it might be a cop out because it's, it's an easy thing to do. So maybe I wouldn't do it. If you're
1: passionate about it though, you should, I, I'm a big fan of if you're passionate about something, start, start it. And if you're in 25 or 50% in and you go, "Mm, I kind of spent it all. I think I'm good. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, it's certainly worth starting though, man. Yeah. Because I mean, i I was inspired by it. I mean,
0: well, and it, it is an inspirational thing and, 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 uh, you know, no, I, I wouldn't use this as like, you know, this is one of the things I would do this year. I mean, I'd still want to take classes and stuff like that. Maybe mm-hmm. this would be, maybe this would be part of the class or something like that. But, you know, I like having the one thing to focus on and having, you know, if I'm not Unless I get a job and I'm working, you know, nine to five, which wouldn't stop me from doing a, a, a project on the Brooklyn Bridge. But, you know, making an effort to, say, go out every Thursday morning or go out, you know, when the, like when there's a foggy day. Today would have been beautiful to go out. There. Today, The past couple of days has it's, it's been foggy. Mm-hmm. And it's really rare in the city when it's foggy. And it, and it just does something else. But um, the one picture I, I love, one of my pictures, I don't have tons of pictures that I love of my own which is weird, mm-hmm. but one shot of the Brooklyn Bridge that I love is a shot that I took a long time ago on a Nikon tilt shift lens on my Nikon camera mm-hmm. with Agfa Scala black and white transparency film. And I've always loved the old pictures of New York. And I think of the the book, The Alienist, there's an early version of that book by Caleb, Caleb Carr, uh, Caleb, Caleb Carr, Caleb, yeah. Caleb Carr. And it's not a picture of the broken bridge, but it is of that time period of like the gilded age of New York.
1: Mm.
0: And I've always wanted to take a picture that reminded me of that time. And when I took this picture with this film and I scanned it and I sepied it a little bit uh, and, it, and, it, and you can't see the people and it's tilt shift. So it really, it's an optical tilt shift.
2: Mm.
0: And it's actually, well, it's a picture I've got on my wall, I like. I like it small because it's mm-hmm. got that intimacy of it and um,
1: I want to do more. Well, it's those pictures in the hallway. I was trying not to knock down when I was walking by. There. Yeah. Yeah. I was one okay. of those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, cool. and because it's a New York thing, I'm a New Yorker. And so yeah. it would be nice to do my own version of that. And so we'll look, we'll look to the future and we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm sort of putting this out in the world because I haven't said it out loud yet and, uh, maybe people can hold me accountable. Hey, are you doing your Brooklyn Bridge project? And they're like, you oh, maybe I should go do that. So, mm-hmm. and and do it with you know, I've got different types of equipment which affect the kind of picture I take. I mean, you know, equipment does that. It affects the the tilt-shift lens certainly. I still have that tilt-shift lens, by the way. Mm-hmm. I put it on my my GFX, it'd be interesting to see what it what it does. Mm-hmm. It's kind of definitely a Frankenstein thing. So, uh well, that's kind of the plan it's not a resolution it's just kind of like it's you know and it's arbitrary we pick this you know new year's break you, you can I could start this anytime I want or or not we're just uh, it's nice to have this little bit of it it's nice to have an arbitrary you know uh, we're gonna we're, this is the plan seen last something year. to look
1: forward to you know yeah yeah
0: so, yeah yeah what do you got what do you think for your
1: well i've been talking for a year and a half about doing some kind of fashion shoot um, oh yeah yeah and, yeah and I had I had the okay from a prospective model, and we were going to do something, and then she started going to university, and I just kind of dropped the ball. So it doesn't have to be her. It can be anybody. And do some kind of exercise inner Peter Lindbergh. I love the mm-hmm. idea of mm-hmm. street fashion. And uh, do something like that. And, um, you know, now that he's passed... I can kind of reviewing some of his uh, documentaries that fashion houses do profiles on him and stuff like that. So those things are a little bit, you know, th- thin in terms of, what is it, a little shallow, I guess, is what mm-hmm. I meant. Uh, but Did just the he way the guy year? works. Yeah, he died it was oh, this a few year? years ago now. A few oh, years ago. Okay. A couple of years ago, three years ago. All right,
0: ago. okay.
1: And uh, I just liked his attitude, you know, about how he worked and how he his rapport with his models and he was not the creepy old guy. He was the funny Mm
2: -hmm.
1: dad or grandfather, you know, the German, the crazy German guy behind the camera. And, uh, so yeah, I definitely want to do that. Um, have you done that before? Uh, no, I haven't done anything close to fashion since I was in my twenties and just doing headshots Mm -hmm. of uh, people who thought they wanted to be models. Um, Hmm. Those sorts of things. So I learned a bit of lighting, but nothing really, uh, nothing really spectacular. And I was a little too young; I didn't really have an eye. I mean, this the work did sell, but yeah, I haven't really. Uh, I could, you know, it's a good merger of whatever my street chops are, plus a, a a person who's in the image, who's a willing participant, and have them be shot with strangers. You know, who don't know they're being photographed, whatever, <laughs> however it's going to look, you know,
0: I, I'm really picturing this happening like that, um, like I'm already imagining like the, the kind of imagery you might do. So it would be curious, uh, I'd be curious. Well, the... and,
1: and, and, well, I will mean, t- tell you what the, what I think the thrust of it is. And it's like the model knows she's being watched, but by her boyfriend who's Mm -hmm. across the street watching her. She's aware of him, but she's not doing, she's not mugging the camera. She's not doing anything. She just, the whole, the whole idea is she knows she's being watched by somebody friendly and she's just walking along the street in different contexts or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have ideas for in shadow and, 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 uh, I know that uh, Peter Lindbergh did a thing with, I think it was for the Pirelli calendar. I have very st- strong re- re- memory of uh, him sh- uh, photographing Helen Mirren, the actress, where there was like this um, shelter that they were in. It was all outdoors, but it was a cloudy day and there was a shelter. So there was light coming from behind and in front, but there was kind of a darkness around her and she was kind of wrapped in a material and a kind of a coarse material Mm-hmm. almost Madonna like, but a woman in her 50s, you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was just it was just fantastic. no makeup or anything. She was just great. So those those kinds of things the very naturalistic and uh, so that and in bright sun, I don't mind doing really glary stuff where mm-hmm. uh, the model I uh, was thinking of has quite bright green eyes and in bright sunlight, you know green eyes will pop. Yeah, yeah. And then I could use color. I mean, I imagine most of the work being in black and white, but if it's bright sun, you know, maybe they could push a little sports illustrated in there and just do <laughs> bright you know, just do uh bright, you know, highlights off the hair and yeah, yeah. And uh bright lips and sparkly eyes, you know, just just you know, fashion, fashion, you know. But so yeah, I got all right, ideas. so you put
0: you put that out in the world, and we'll, we'll I put it out in
1: the world, and people we'll go, hey, where's you. your fashion project? Ooh. Yeah,
0: as you as you're saying that, I'll I'll, I'll say just one more thing, that uh, I I would like to do, and I, I said it, a while back out to f- a few friends, but I want to go into the studio and do and do people again. Um, wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and the last time I did that was with with I, mean, I did stock, you know, I would hire some models, or actually most of them were actors. Uh, and we were going to a studio. The last time I did it was in this place called the Montauk Club uh, where I used to live, Um, this old building, Gilded Age building, Mm. and I had an office on the bottom. They were renting out offices, and uh, one day they had a leak, and it came into my office and ruined my portfolio, and so I worked an arrangement where instead of them having to pay me for the the portfolio, I could use the Montauk Club for a studio for a day Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with, for no cost. And, and actually the, the boardwalk empire was filmed there. There's a lot of places yeah. that are filmed there. They're like, this this is like an old place, Very but cool. I set it up as a, I set it up as a studio. I had like these nine foot rolls and stuff like that. And I did a lot of stocky shit. Oops. <laughs> stocky stuff. We're, we're past, we're past you midnight. Your I can ears, kids. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. Apple won't uh, tag me for that anyway. uh, And so, but I, I enjoy the rapport with a model in the studio and uh, you know, it's a collaboration, just like you're saying, you know, the model is they're, they're, they know they're being photographed. And, and I like that, that back and forth and, but this time I want to do it as, you know, as portraits, as, you know, not in, in the vein of, you know, an Irving Penn ish kind of stuff or like very, very set up kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, not headshotty or not just like, I, I don't know. I want to go another step beyond and I've never done that before, mm-hmm. you know? And so I've got a couple of people who were who uh, they had expressed interest in, in modeling for me, friends of mine, they were really good looking people. And, and I would just need to think about where that would be and, uh, um, you know, where I could find a place that I can set up, uh, cause I can't do it in my apartment. And, you know. What's the look? What am I trying to do? And that means, you know, renting lights or maybe just one. Should I do it with one light? You know, yeah. like the logistics about it is a little bit of a pain in the butt. But the
1: 60-inch umbrella, I can see it now.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> A big octabank or something like that. Actually, you know what yeah. I used to do for shooting for my studio stuff? I, I literally get like a, a Super King or a California King-size bed sheet. Mm. And I put it up between a couple of auto poles. Which are these poles that um, mm-hmm. uh, spring to the ceiling and to the uh, and to the floor? And I put a um, bank of like four strobes behind that, and I would stand in front of it. So it was essentially just like a giant window behind me, and I wouldn't have to worry about light. I would do an entire production like that. Now either wow. shoot straight on, right? Or I would shoot at angles, and I would set up backdrops on the left and right of this bank of light so that I would get l- side light. And then I might use fill and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This way, I like—I didn't worry about light. I just, big bank, big window of light, and that's it. And like, Because otherwise, I'm fiddling with lights all day, and you're moving stuff around, and it's like, I don't have time for this stuff. I, I got models for a certain amount of time. I have to sort of milk out the, now, that might not be the look for today, or that might not be the look for, What I want to get in pictures, but uh, so I need to think about that. But that was actually quite quite a nice setup. It 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 did create a nice uh, when all the heads worked when they all fire off at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, these days I don't I don't know if my lights would work because I haven't fired up the capacitors. When you have strobe lights, you need to like charge. You need to let electricity go through them for the
1: capacitors.
0: Otherwise, when you try to use them for the first time, they'll explode. So you essentially have to plug them in. Well, I used in to work
1: that. with mainframe computers that had capacitors the size of pop cans. Oh, really? And every pop now cans and then in. they yeah. would explode and there's this horrible smell. And yeah. Your computer you have to, would be down for a while.
0: Yeah. What you have to do with with strobes, I have a, I still have a couple of packs. And you plug it in and what you're not supposed to do is fire it off immediately. You just mm. let, it, let it sit there with electricity going in it for like as many hours as you can let it go. And then... Shut it down, and then plug in the heads, and then oh, fire see, off the let flash.
1: Let it dra- let it drain slowly. Yeah, Just let it drain slowly. Yeah. Don't so, don't pop it. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, but anyway, that's either here or here there. I'd probably rather use like consistent light rather than flash because it does allow you know um, there's there's something that you can see happening. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'll put that on the on the platter. Cool. So, uh
1: Anything else you got, or were you going? Uh, no, I think no. Um, I think I'm pretty talked out. Actually, I'm pretty Surprised. talked out.
0: So you know, for the show, I, I I do have a long list of people, and I didn't contact a lot of them this year, but I would like to do it coming up for having guests. I know we only do twelve episodes a year, right? We do, mm-hmm. no, we do twenty four. Twenty four. So we got a lot of opportunities. So yeah. uh, I put it out there that I want to. I definitely want to have more. Um, uh, guess, I know we have bits of restrictions now because you're working and and uh, you know in terms of timing and stuff like that. so it may not be as easy to do, but we'll work on it. Uh, and I've been getting actually I've been getting a couple of books in. I'm on a list of uh, uh, you know, some publishers are sending us books to review. so nice. we, we we still have a couple, right? We have one we have one or two that we should uh, mm-hmm. go over. so I'd like to get those in. So that's kind of for the next year. Uh, and then I don't know what we have planned for episode 200. Whether <laughs> we should have a, we'll need, we'll, we will we will we will not spoil it, but I have no idea yet. So,
1: uh, I, I, well, I there's no spoiling if there's no knowledge, and you know, right, so right, we don't, we don't
0: know. But uh, I would like to let you know. 200 is, I don't think I've done 200 of anything.
1: <laughs> for, cheeseburgers, yeah. cheeseburgers.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't like cheeseburgers. I don't like hamburgers. I, you know. People won't put cheese on it all the time, so yeah, I think that's it. I think uh, I think we got. We, we've got ourselves uh, a plan. It was nice to talk about last year. I know, you know, I think I got
1: AI out of my system. We'll, we'll leave it until, unless something comes up in the middle of the year. Well, Dune Pictures, you know, the Dune movie's coming out, and I think you're going to be in there with your Dune art. I, I, I like the old Dune soon.
0: art. The oh, okay. old weird sh- the, the weird stuff that Mid Journey made when it was just getting started is so cool because it looked like, uh, what's his name? Watkins, wit- Witkins.
1: Uh, Joel Peter Joel, Joel Peter
0: Wittkins, yeah. yeah, it looked they had that kind of feel to it. Now it just looks like the people from the movie, like, who cares? Okay. I like, the, I like the weird stuff that, that it was doing in the past. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, maybe it's you
1: can it, specify the version of, uh, you, you of can, you actually can image engine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But anyway, I think unless something comes up, I don't really want to get into AI, you know, until, you know, as, as part of our discussion, because I just wanted to put a another flag in the, in the ground about like, here we are here's where it's come. Here's where it's going to go. And we'll talk about it in the end of 2024 uh, with, with any luck. Um, We'll see what goes on. But anyway, that's it. That's, that's it. i am you know, there's so much more in photography and books and people I want to talk about, and I could probably go on for another hour and I won't because I want to sit here and I I actually, I'm spending my time at night writing. I want to get my, I got my hands on a pen and, 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 you know, I, I would say, I would try it if you're into writing. Writing by hand is really, really interesting. A lot of stuff's coming up uh, by writing for hand. I'm doing these things called the the morning pages too, like from Julia Cameron, the Artist's Way. Mm-hmm. So you get up in the morning and you write three pages longhand, stream mm-hmm. of consciousness. Uh, so I think it, if you're stuck with anything, try that. It it uh, it can clear out some of the the garbage that's in that's building mm-hmm. up.
1: Interesting. Anyway. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, where, you know, uh, where are we going to find you in the future and the now and the present? In the future and,
1: and the now on the socials and on the thing. And wherever
0: you are wanting to be found. Yes.
1: On Vero and Twitter, I am at WRosinPhoto. On Instagram, I'm WardRosinFineArt. On Facebook, you can find me at Photo. My website, which is very thin right now, I should upload a bunch of my street pictures just to make yes. it a little more interesting, yes. is uh, rosin.ca. Mm-hmm and our unofficial sponsor unofficial is sponsor photo arnus photo or nis.photo where i sell uh, lens adapters for uh, fuji x and sony e mount and a few a few seven uh, Art designs lenses
0: Yes. They're, they're actually still selling.
1: Thank oh, you good. for that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got a couple more sales. So, nice. Fantastic. Yeah. What about you, mister? Uh, Where can we find you?
0: Yeah, you know, my 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 social has been taking sort of a slow crawl these days, but uh, I would say Instagram now uh, at uh, @amrosariophoto. Uh, my website is amrosario.com. I'm not giving you Twitter because I am not on Twitter anymore. So, you know, uh, don't look for me there. <laughs> our, our website is streetshots.photography. And uh, subscribe to our newsletter. I will come up with one. I'm going to try to come up with one before the end of the year. i got some, some idea for the next couple days. So streetshots.substack.com. And uh, if you want to support the show, and we will have a zine that you can buy at some point in the future because it's a great way to support us and, and we get to show our pictures. But you, until then, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Antonio Rosario. And another way to support the show, which I'm asking as a a sort of a New Year's Christmas gift, if you guys can get, please, if you have an episode that you like, share it with people. Let people know about the show. I really want to sort of organically grow the show audience and without having to do all the kind of crazy stuff that people do. I, you know, I haven't put advertising on here at all. I really, I don't want to do that. And I just want to get more people to listen to us and I want to engage with you guys. So please contact us and tell us what's going on with you. I really, it's, this is kind of like a two way thing. I'd like it to be two way right now. It's a lot more one way. So please do us a favor. Just, you know, just tell people us or reach out and talk to us. And, uh, you know, it, we're not as organized or I'm not as organized, about the, you know, website and stuff like that is I'd like to be, but there's ways of contacting us and, and, uh, yeah, if you want to do letter writing <laughs> we could we could be pen pals too so anyway yeah but that's because uh, i'm just getting late at night I'm you do
1: your out. handwriting and then send an email with the image of your handwriting so.
0: i was thinking about that actually someone did that for me today which was really kind of moving someone wrote a someone wrote a letter to me in longhand and then took a picture of it because they don't have my address and then put it up there and i thought that was really special so very cool yeah so uh Ward, have a have a good new year. Start you
1: too, my friend.
0: Yeah, and uh, I will. Happy new year! Happy new year! And uh, we'll catch you uh, sometime next year, which is of course the bad joke. And uh, anyway, thanks for joining me tonight. All right. All right, and everybody have a good night and a good new year to you all.
1: The last right. two are good. Okay, good. You go. A picture should be looked at, not talked about. A boot. <laughs> I'm in the middle. My accent's in the middle somewhere. Zed. Uh, Zed, Zed and a Z. about. Boot. <laughs> a picture should be looked at, not talked about. Oh, you should do a boot. No. <laughs> That's a little bit further east. My the, the Alberta okay. accent's yeah, 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 pretty okay. American.